This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. The idea this year is we're going to um, have a look at and, and our, um, our media, our information that we're going to send out is so this is Christmas. Um, and hopefully, because the team are just so wonderful behind me, look at that. So this is Christmas. December's arrived. Um, and it came around, as usual, really, really quick. They told me that when I was young, that the older you get, the quicker the years come round, you know, they're still so slow, it takes forever to get to December. Just making sure somebody's listening. <laughs> Clearly nobody is, but you know, that's fine. But church's decorations are up. Anybody, anybody got their decks up yet? Yeah. Look at this. Now, hang on, let's have a show of hands, be brave with it. Okay, so we're talking, we're talking a good 60% of you. That is impressive. Can you believe it? The Christmas decks are already up. It, pardon? That's not ideal, is it? But so this is Christmas, and I guess um, this is the first Sunday in Advent. So we're going to start looking at our Christmas series. I've put uh, just four talks together which take us to Christmas and to Christmas Day, which is on a Tuesday this week, I'm this year. Can you believe on a Tuesday? Who'd have thought it? Anyway, I can see that none of you are actually impressed with that, but never mind. And this morning, the idea is, my title is, Great Expectation. Great Expectation. And Pamela wonderfully read for us Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 through 7. But let me just read you uh, number 6 and number 7 again. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And this passage that we've seen this morning, tell of the coming Messiah, a king who turns darkness to light. Would you believe that's in my notes this morning, Alistair? A king that would turn darkness to light and would overthrow government and who will bring peace and justice. It's everything that Israel wanted. The nation of Israel were desperate, absolutely desperate to be relieved from this oppression of the Roman Empire. They were desperate for relief. And they knew the words of Isaiah the prophet that were penned some 700 years prior to the events that were about to occur in that nation. They would have understood and would have known the words, or they thought they understood. They were waiting expectantly for this coming king, this coming king of Israel to overthrow this oppressive Roman Empire and to bring rule back to Israel herself. They were waiting with great expectation. What are we like with waiting? 
You know, I, am, I, I would honestly argue, and I, I, I'm pretty sure that those that know me at all will agree that I am one of the most impatient people. I, I always said that uh, be careful praying for patience because the Lord might put Alistair into your life. I mean, oh no, just came out. It just came out. But the Lord might put something or somebody into your life that just hones your patience. You might be thinking that's, hi, <laughs> good morning. You might be thinking of that of the person to the left or to the right of you or a situation that's in your life. And this is it, you see. We can be very impatient people. And we live in a world, don't we? We live in a time where we don't need to be patient, do we? If, if you want something quick and simple for dinner, Mackey's, KFC. I mean, you can nip into Tesco's and get a ready meal. Three, four minutes in a microwave, job done. We live in a world where everything needs to be quick. And here Israel is told that there's a coming Messiah, but they have to wait 700 years. That's a long time. I want to, um, I want to give you a gift. It's not big, but I feel like you're such wonderful people that I should at least give something, you know? Okay, some of you are wonderful. Some of you, some of you are a bit grisly this morning. I'm going to take a few of these out because what, what concerns me is you'll take all the good ones. So I'll, I'll take a few out. But you, you just wait and I'll, I'll sort this out and just take these. These are for me. That one's a belter. I'm not going to lie to you. These are good. Right, okay. I feel like that's fair. So I'm going to pass these... Um, now, this is a gift, all right? So don't be rude. Just accept the gift. Please take one and pass it on. Even if you have no intention, I'm coming. Even if you have no intention of taking, take one because it, it works with the message, all right? It's almost like we rehearsed this. And you're not allowed to eat it until I say, all right? I know, it's like being at school, isn't it? I'll pass these to you. you. You take one and you pass it on. You're not allowed to review, just take one. Take one, pass it on. Come on, let's make it happen. These are for me. There might be major issues. All right, don't judge. I mean, give you lot an inch. Please take one, please pass it on. And, and please don't eat it, all right? Just sit with it. Sit with it. Sit with it. Don't touch it, just sit with it. Charlie, this is a difficult instruction. Do not eat it. He's frightening might pull his teeth out. Hey. What are we like when it comes to waiting? Expectant. Are we eager? Are we patient? And the idea is that you're going to sit with this sweet, and this is going to be part of the message. Because, you see, when you get something so wonderful... Um, and I'm not saying this sweet's wonderful, but we can get something so wonderful and we know that something's coming and we get really excited about it. And Christmas is a lot like that. And you're going to sit with something on your lap. I mean, look at it. I mean, in fact, if you're able, just have a quick sniff. I know, but sometimes it just builds up the anticipation. Just have a quick sniff. And, you know, that excites me. You see, but... But you're not allowed to eat it. Just, just hold on to it. This is like torture for kids. My two boys wouldn't be able to handle this. They'd just pop. And you've all had a good route through that, and it's, it's impressive what you've done. But you see, if we're not careful, when we think about it, we have an opportunity 
with the word of God, to take it as it is, to read it and to understand it. And, and we can wait in expectation or anticipation for, for things that we know as Christians are yet to come. And we look excited and we're expecting. But also we can deal with that in a very different way. We can know that something good's going to come, but we go, well, could be forever yet. Might not be in my time. It could be any time. And our attitude changes to what the word of God says. Uh, the way that we read it and the way that we digest it, okay? And, and this, I'm trying to, trying to piece this all together because hopefully, hopefully, this will all make sense. Now, the passage that we've seen in Isaiah talks of an everlasting kingdom. His government and peace will never end. And on David's throne, he will establish and uphold justice and righteousness, not for a short time, but it says forever. From that time on and forever in verse six, uh, verse seven. And I wonder if you've ever had that moment where you've read some information, but you've misread it. Anybody ever misread information? Oh, I'm quite good at this. And now, I've, I've shared with this before, um, but some of you might probably weren't around for it, but when I see a sheet of information, for whatever reason, and I've tried to develop not reading from the bottom backwards. But for whatever reason, I start in the bottom right-hand corner. And I read a chunk, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So then I read the next paragraph up. And this is, I should worry about this. Should I say a doctor? <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> you and me, we've got an appointment. But, but for whatever reason, <laughs> thanks, Alan. For whatever reason, I start down here. And, and I find that when I do that, which is all the time, I tend to misread things. Uh, and yeah, it might excite me because I've read that this is why I don't get on with big, thick books because I have to read the last page first. Else otherwise, you don't know what you're letting yourself in for, do you? You know what I mean? The Titanic, it sank. <laughs> Let me read that first. Else otherwise, I ain't bothering. I don't care how good the love story is. Terrible. It sinks. Awful. But here, there's information that Israel had they read it, they digested it, but they hadn't understood. And because of that, they were waiting expectant for something that was very different to the Messiah that was going to come. They were expectant for this king that was going to enter in on this noble steed and was going to start a revolution and was going to overthrow this Roman empire that was so oppressive. And the same prophet that bought Isaiah verse 9 in those verses, the same prophet Isaiah also wrote this in Isaiah 53. And there's a few verses, uh, Alistair's, bless him, he's put the whole chapter up, and, and if we'd got time I'd read it, but um, somebody talked about sweets for 10 minutes. But in verse 2 and 3, it says this, He grew up before him like a tender shoe, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering, like one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Now when you read that, this also talks of the coming Messiah. But when you put the two passages together, we see this king 
who's going to overthrow, this king who's going to rule with righteousness and justice, this king who's going to just conquer everything, and he's going to reign forever. And you can hear Israel going, yes, bring it on. And then when you read this one, well, you could easily think, well, that can't, it's not on about the same person, is it? It's not on about the same king that we've just looked at. It's got to be on about something different. There ain't no noble steed here. In fact, people look at him and they're, ooh, no, nothing that attracts us to him. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Doesn't sound like any kind of king. And I guess the question is this morning, is what are you expecting? What are you expecting? What are you expecting? Straight away off the cuff, you might go, do you know what? Just a bit of peace and quiet. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A house with uh, two under 10-year-olds. Peace and quiet is very, very rare. It happens about half past eight at night. And you can... We spend the entire evening talking to each other like this. Just in case one of them wakes up. (laughs) Maybe you're just after an easy life. That's what I expect. I work hard, pay my taxes, I do what I've got to do. I just want an easy life. Maybe you're expecting that I'm going to say to you to eat your sweet. You see, now now's your chance, okay? You've been very patient. I want you to grab your sweet, I want you to unwrap it. Let's unwrap them together, shall we? Let's share in this moment, church. It's a big moment. It's very rare I buy anybody anything. Trust me. (laughs) Now, as you unwrap that present, what's everybody got? Everybody got a toy? Ooh. That's interesting. Anybody got anything different to a toffee? Oh, it's very sad. Kev, did you just lick your toffee? (laughs) Wait. Be patient. Blimey. Okay, so some of you have got a toffee and some of you, well, I hate to tell you this, but it's like getting the bounty out of the tub, all right? Some of you have got a bitter lemon. Ooh, I'm sorry about that. And it, who got a bitter lemon? Oh, it's sad. Only three, four, Charlie got one as well. It's terrible. Now, that odd-sized sweet and the sweet that you've got, please feel free to eat them and chew them now so that we can sing when we're finished. But you see... Some of you are in for a treat, and some of you are in for, well, just a little bit of bitterness, the bitterness of lemon. And most of you will have this wonderful buttery toffee. Oh, believe me, they are good. The lemons, not so much. If life gives you lemons, make lemonade, they tell me. But this speaks, church, of Christ. And this is, hopefully, as we come over the next three weeks, that we start to understand You see, because what happens is that people will read the Word of God and some of you will take it in such a way that it is sweet. It is buttery. It is beautiful. It's everything that I expected and more. And I can see that there's this Saviour that loves me in his king-sized bed over there that cares for me, that wants the best for me. And I know that I'm a sinner. Oh, I've realised it, that I could never do anything to achieve salvation but by the grace of God he sent Jesus Christ for me and I get it 
And it's sweet. And it's good. And some of you this morning, when you see it's a bit, it's not what I expected. You know, don't tell me I'm a sinner. (laughs) I've literally lived and I've done and you have no idea. You know, I've paid my taxes, I've lived life well, I've looked after, I've cared. You have no idea. Don't call me a sinner. And you read it and it's bitter and it don't taste so good. You see, the truth is this morning, church, that we, as a church, have the opportunity to share with people the sweet, beautiful, good news of Jesus Christ. And often we may get the opportunity, may get the opportunity to speak, but often we don't get the opportunity to say anything. Rather, we have to live our lives in such a way that people go, there's something there that I like. That ain't no bitter lemon. But rather, that is sweet. And I want a taste of that. You see, the coming Messiah between those two passages that we've seen is received in two very different ways. And as we know, and as we'll see over the coming weeks, Israel played it out in a very sad way, but a way that had to happen. Back to my question this morning. What are you expecting? You see, because you may be new to us, but my prayer is over the coming weeks, you're going to hear the truth. My prayer over the coming weeks is that you'll look and that you'll read the truth. And my prayer over the coming weeks is that you'll understand that we have a God who loves us, who wants the best for us, and has a desire to spend an eternity with people such as you and me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your very words this morning. And we just ask, Lord God, that as we run up to this Christmas time, that you might just speak into our lives, into our hearts and into our minds. That, Father, we might receive your gospel in such a way that, Father, it's sweet. That we know, Lord God, that you've given your best for us in your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, may you just open up hearts and minds that don't yet know you as Lord and Saviour. May you encourage those of us that have accepted you as our own personal saviour to live out this life for you, giving our all to you. And we just praise you this morning, Lord, as we look and we understand Christmas and we wait with great expectation for our King who will be born in a stable in Bethlehem. Bless as we pray in Jesus' precious name we ask these things. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.